This is episode V, Venues. This is A is for Adversity, a podcast about navigating the obstacles in life. Thanks for joining us this season as we talk about how a community can help. I'm Jen. And I'm Rachel. We're here to be a part of your community this year as we learn together. Episode V. Oh my goodness. Almost to the end of another season. It just flies by. I seriously can't believe it. It took me five seasons, but I feel like I have finally found my niche. And you've probably heard little snippets here and there, and I've talked about it. But basically, it's just really helping moms maintain their identity throughout motherhood. Just keeping that sense of self and pursuing their dreams and goals and feeling fulfilled either inside the home or outside the home and how that looks for each individual. Season six, then, no surprise, will be all about identity and Where I'm at right now, I think that's just what I'll talk about for the foreseeable future. So if you're here for it, great. And if not, uh, thank you for listening up to this point. Even if you're not a mom, though, I feel like, you know, identity is important regardless of your stage of life. So consider how it might apply to you. Before I get started, I'm just going to remind you about two upcoming events. First is October 19th. It's from 6.30 to 8.30, and it will be self-care with healing skincare specialist Diana Lund with Dial In Skincare. You can find her on Instagram. And this event is full, but you can get on the wish list for a future one or another self-care type of event, and we will keep in touch. The next event is on November 4th from 7 to 9, and there are spaces available for this one. You can find more about this one on learnedlocal.app on the website. And this is a girls' night in with Brenda Cradolfer. She is a marriage or relationship coach that works with married women. And we'll just be having goodies and prizes and connecting. And then she will share her biggest relationship tip for you. So it will be an awesome night. And again, go to Learned Local or message me for a special discount at Is for Adversity. I feel like a lot of times in life, our dreams, goals, and aspirations change a lot. And that's fine. Like we're exploring, we're trying new things. But my current dream to own and run an event center has stuck around for a few years now. And it's kind of neat to see that I'm still so passionate about it and that I'm trying to make it happen. And so I think that's a good indicator that it's, it's something that I will stay with. So my main purpose for this episode actually is that I'm going to be submitting this episode in conjunction with a business proposal for the use of the Lake Cottage here in Daybreak. And if you're not familiar with Daybreak or if you've never heard of the Lake Cottage, I'll explain it a little bit. But basically, it's a little cottage (laughs) owned by Larry H. Miller and they let Daybreak use it. It originally was an information hub center, but now it's it's open and a tenant would just need to pay the utilities and live daybreak, uses it on occasion, but they are accepting proposals so that someone can lease it and use it for some sort of purpose that is approved. I think it would be a perfect fit for me as I'm exploring this event venue prospect and just getting my feet wet, trying out renting it out to people or running it 
and figuring out all the logistics and seeing if it really is something that I enjoy, I feel like it would be a great experimental thing. And also it would richly benefit the community based on the type of things that I would have there. One of the biggest draws is that it's small and cozy. So I've been reading the Art of Gathering book by Priya Parker, and she talks about the different sizes of gatherings and how they are all for different purposes. And she said that 12 to 15 is about the perfect size of group if you want kind of some flow, some conversations, but still intimate and still giving everyone a chance to talk. So that is kind of what I am gearing this proposal towards because the capacity for the Lake Cottage is around that number. 12 to 15 is probably about max. And so these wouldn't just be any events. They would be very curated, very cozy and connective and just really a chance to deeply connect with other people. And as you know, my highest value is connection. And so that really, really appeals to me. If needed, there could be a wish list for events and that would also create demand. So we could host a couple of the same event or host it off and on or you know just switch up the event so that it rotates through a group of people but you all get to connect and learn about what each person does. Speaking of that, I just really love featuring local people. So there's so many teachers and healers and specialists that really know their stuff that could share and provide that talent with others and all could benefit from that. I did some research on venues by starting with the definition, of course, and it said that a venue is a place where something happens. How great is that? And so what are those some things you ask? Well, I have made a list that we'll talk about, but I also just really wanted to highlight the fact that the venue really sets the tone and impacts the experience that people are having at the event. And a well-chosen venue can enhance the event's theme, provide the right ambiance, and just facilitate guest comfort and convenience. I'm really looking for a place for everyday gathering, because most of the time when you think of an event venue, you think high caliber events or bougie parties, and there is a fabulous event center in Daybreak. It's called the Azela, but it is nearly $3,000 to book it on a weekend night. To me, that's just extreme, you know, that wouldn't be something that you could do often. It would just be for a high caliber event like once a year. So I'm, again, just looking more for somewhere people can go to just connect and live and experience. These are the ideas that I thought of that could potentially be the types of events hosted in the Lake Cottage. So previously, there were some art classes taught, so that's definitely an option. I love storytelling, as you may remember from my second podcast season, and I feel like with things like that, it would be more cozy and just maybe not as intimidating to tell a story in front of 12 people instead of a whole stage or, you know, arena. It's just, you know, a story from your life that has a beginning and an end and a purpose, something that you learned or were changed by. Uh, Other things could include a game night, a group coaching or workshop, 
business in bloom showers to celebrate new businesses, self-care nights like the ones I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, book clubs, a best of judged contest. People could bring chocolate chip cookies and you could decide which ones were the best and vote (laughs) or just a trivia night, a small karaoke night. Again, just the intimate setting might make it less intimidating and more like a connective experience. Again, with those teachers and healers and experts, I know of someone who is passionate about astrology and she can do birth readings. That would be a fun event. An ice cream social, a recipe exchange. I play the violin and there's a friend that I love to play with and we do the Bach double quartet and or <laughs> the Bach double violin concerto and it's amazing and I love playing with her and that would be a fun little audience. You could do a craft make and take. Uh, in December, you could do a nativity display of varying nativities from different countries or people. You could have nonprofit meetings there or any kind of meeting. And as I suggest some of these, you might be thinking, well, what about the Daybreak Community Center? That's a great space too. And again, I'll just come back to, it depends on the type of vibe that you're trying to create. Because when I look at the DCC, as they call it, Daybreak Community Center, it feels more like a a sterile school or something. It just screams conference room to me. And that's not the vibe that I want for most of my gatherings. And I do host a lot in my home and that's fabulous, but it's also fun to go somewhere and have something new to look at that are on the walls. (laughs) Another great thing about the Lake Cottage is walking traffic. A lot of the people that I would invite to these events could just walk there. They live in Daybreak or more specifically East Lake or North Shore right over by the Lake Cottage. And Also, if it was an event like the nativity display or a workshop, like I explained, you could leave those things up for maybe three days and have a three-day event or just come back to it and have a different group of people. And that way you could just leave it up and it would be secure and it wouldn't be in anyone's way for those three days. I would charge a fee to use the Lake Cottage, but it would be reasonable and again, accessible for the everyday person. Like I said, with the Azela, that isn't appropriate for most budgets right now. And we do need to gather. Studies show that one in three people experience loneliness. And even if they're surrounded by people, they can still feel lonely. So again, these connective, restorative type of events will bring that sense of community, the sense of connection and belonging. So again, I'm just willing to learn and grow, and this is kind of a time of market research for me anyway, to plan for my future event center venue of my dreams. What's it going to look like? I don't know, but as I gather these ideas, it helps me narrow that down, and again, like I said, help others along the way. I'm a huge community engagement advocate. I participate in the Daybreak Networking and Live Daybreak in those events, and I just am really invested in connecting with others and helping our community thrive. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next few episodes of the season. 
for episode X, we will have Experience Local with Learned Local, whom I've been talking so much about. And so I am so excited to interview them and just really have them on the podcast. They have been growing and just really receiving a lot of recognition for their hard work and the platform that they've put to use. So if you haven't already, please check out Learned Local. This is not a sponsored plug. It's just something that I genuinely love and care about. So thanks again for joining me. See you later.